0: Hello and welcome to another edition of MMA Uncaged. Uh, this gives me great pleasure as uh, one of the true pioneers of MMA in South Africa. He's a man who's held both the welterweight and middleweight titles. He is an EFC legend, a champion, and now he has signed finally for the UFC. Drikas Duplassi, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on uh, the podcast. Firstly, congratulations. Tell us how it actually came about because this is a short notice fight, but it's something you've been preparing for for months and months now.
1: Yes thanks for having me yeah i mean this is uh this was uh, on me pretty quick uh, i've been in preparations through this whole year through the whole pandemic we've been uh, in preparations because you don 't know when when fights are going to be scheduled so i've been staying ready so yes, even though it is a short notice fight it's not really uh that i'm not prepared or that i'm I'm going in under prepared i'm going in one hundred percent prepared like I always do. And yeah, I can't just, I just can't wait to to showcase the world, the the kind of skill and talent that we have here in, in, in
0: Africa. Tell me, Dricus, um you 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 must have been pinching yourself when you got the phone call. How did it all happen?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I was actually busy training. I was busy with my strength and conditioning and uh, I only had my phone with me because I was using my, my earphones and listening to music on my phone. And my agent, uh, I saw two missed calls from him. And uh, I phoned him back and he said, well, listen, the, they have a short notice fight. Or are you willing to take it? And I didn't even ask who. I didn't ask any questions. I said, yeah, well, how many hours do I have to get on the on the plane? And they said, no, it's two weeks notice. So, I mean, that's I was, I was more than happy to go in on two weeks. I thought when they said short notice, I have like a few days. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was ecstatic. I immediately phoned my coach, my family, my dad, all of them. And... Uh, told them the news because then they were just asking if I, I'm willing to take the fight. They haven't confirmed it yet. And uh, that was the Monday and the Tuesday they they confirmed the fight. And they said, yeah, it's definitely happening. So, uh, everything needed to happen very fast. The the admin around it was a whole lot of more, a whole lot of, of, of admin, like yeah. paperwork, everything to get sorted to, to be able to fly and get out. So, that was that was kind of hectic. But uh, as far as preparations go, I was over the moon. And yeah, like I said, it only... It, it didn't sink in with me that I actually signed a UFC fight until I got the contract, uh, not only for the fight, but for for uh, signing for the UFC, a six-fight
0: deal. So that was that was incredible. Fantastic, man. We're very proud of you. We followed your journey, obviously. Uh, some memorable fights that you've had. I mean, the Yannick Bahati fight comes to mind. That's just to name a few, but... Um, Tell us about your opponent, Marcus Perez. Um, what do you know about him? Have you had time to study some tape? Uh, what are you expecting, um, or is it all happening very quickly? Uh, and that you, you you're going to rock up and, and get there and, and let's dance. Yeah, I mean, uh, I always
1: say uh, I don't really go into a fight with a set game plan. Uh, I don't always know what I'm going to do, so I guess that makes it hard for your opponent to know what you're going to do. Uh, I've watched all of his fights in the UFC, um, and he's a he's an all around fighter. He's a mm. He's a guy that uh, he makes the fight, He's, he, has, he has a little bit of everything. He's not a, a extremely great at one aspect of, of, of the game. Um, I do see some holes in a, in a few aspects of his game and I do believe as far as conditioning, fitness and strength goes, I definitely have the upper hand and uh, that's where I'm going to win this fight is, is putting up the pace. Obviously, they think because it's a short notice fight, my fitness will be my downfall. But uh, I'm 100% ready for this fight. I've been prepping for five-round fights for the past five years. All my fights have been title fights for the past five years. And now I'm fighting a three-round fight. It's, it actually feels weird to, <laughs> to think that I'm, I'm fighting a three-round fight. It's uh, halfway through the five rounds. So I'm feeling incredible. I've never went the distance. And I'm not planning on going the distance this fight.
0: Well, I think people just have to watch uh, what you're doing on social media to see how hard you're working, apart from when you're baking cookies with, uh, you know, your nieces and that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, I think what's what's interesting is, is what happens next? I know that you said you, you leave later this week. Do you go into a bubble? What's what's the plan now? What happens?
1: Yeah, I mean, right now, uh, basically, the hard work is done. We are just uh, peaking my performance right now. We're doing our sessions, hard and 10 sessions, but shorter sessions to get my body to recover and get ready for that peak performance. Uh, we're flying out on Thursday. We're landing on Friday in Abu Dhabi. And now I'm really looking forward to all the... the there's going to be a whole lot of media uh, obligations and all that. Uh, and I'm going to be on Fight Island. So, I mean, I'm just <laughs> taking it all in and enjoying the whole, the whole journey of it. I'm not... Uh, Fixated on the fight right now. The fight night is going to come, and I'll be ready for that. Right now, it's just uh, staying injury-free, uh, getting my body to peak uh, as high as possible, and uh, yeah, then going to deliver the fight. Uh, getting in there and doing what what I set out to do, and and not, you know, don't feel the pressure too much, and just enjoy the enjoy the moment. It's obviously my first fight without a crowd. That's going to be something new as well, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, for now, uh, what's happening now is getting everything ready to go. I've been traveling and fighting for a long time, so it's nothing new. But uh, it's the first time for the UFC, and uh, it's nothing but but uh, but a great opportunity and nothing but but a dream come true to me. So I can't wait to to experience this whole journey, this whole fight week, the whole media days,
0: all of that. It's going to be awesome. I mean, you're even wearing the UFC top at the moment. I mean, have they sent you yeah, the standard exactly. issue? Yeah, I mean, and- uh,
1: I've I've actually had this one for a few years but now I actually
0: have the I have the uh, I have the license to wear it now. Yeah, it's going to be quite cool seeing DuPace down the back of your walkout top, isn't it? I mean <laughs> Absolutely. We, sh- we share the surname, but uh, I'm just saying it, it's pretty epic, man, and, and I'm very proud of you. But um, you've you've had to adapt everything because now uh, going on uh, the UFC, their times are based on a US audience, so your buy your whole clock is upside down right now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, and I actually only thought about that after signing the fight two days after it. I was thinking, well, Abu Dhabi is only two hours ahead of us. And uh, the fight over here is scheduled for between two and four, the main card. And I'm on the main card. And I realized then that means we're fighting around 5 a.m. Uh, in Abu Dhabi. And that's the first time. Usually the whole day goes by, you have a fight, a fight day, and then in the evenings you fight. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to wake up, go straight to the arena, and fight. Uh, so that's going to be a completely different, uh, than, than I'm used to. Even the i will switched around to evening way, instead of the morning winds. So that's all, uh, necessary changes that you need to be ready for mentally and physically. I've changed my sleeping schedule. It's been five days now, waking up at three, going to sleep at seven in the evenings. Uh, you know, just, uh, just, uh, it's just a little bit of adaption to, to the time zones and, I mean, it, it wasn't something big. It was, in the beginning, it was hard to go to sleep at seven because you're not really tired. Yeah. But one or two days and uh, it feels normal. So right now with training, uh, I'm waking up at three, training at 5 a.m. Uh, so my body gets used to performing at that time of day. And yeah, it's, it's going
0: great. Everything is perfect. How does it feel to be on the main card? I mean, that's also something outstanding. That's, that's a, what, what, a, what a place to make your UFC debut. Yeah, I mean, uh,
1: it's a. Uh, I've always said when I when I make my debut, I want a ranked opponent. I want to
0: fight a big fight from
1: the beginning, and be ready for for that. So, I mean, there's so many guys in the weight division in the UFC. If you're going to start at the bottom, you're going to fight three, four years before you get close to your title shot. And uh, where I'm at now, I'm I'm feeling I'm fighting a guy who's top thirty. Uh, he has a name in the UFC. He's already a main guard fighter, and uh, that gives me the opportunity. It gives me uh, a big head start, you know, and it gives me uh opportunity to stage because so many more viewers on the main card than than on the undercard. And I mean, that's, that's, that's a dream come true. Even, even more for me. So now uh, the whole South African can watch me perform live and, uh, because it will be live on super sport and the whole
0: world can see, uh, what they've been missing. Yeah. Thank goodness for super sport signing the, the UFC deals and getting ESPN. So I can watch my, my NFL stuff too. But, um, I, I, you obviously were watching Adesanya against Paulo Costa. It's your weight division. Um, what did you make of the fight? Because a lot of hype uh, around Costa, people saying he was going to knock Adesanya out, but Adesanya 20 20-0, and, and there's a reason why he's regarded as, as one of the best ever in the middleweight division.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Adesanya's striking is unmatched uh, right now. I don't think uh, there's anybody that can stand with him at the moment, especially the way... Uh, Paulo Costa approached the fight. I think Costa fought riding to Adesanya's game plan, waiting. Costa needed to to push your pace and use his strength and fight to his strength, which is going forward and banging. And uh, he didn't do that. He was waiting the whole time. And that's Adesanya's, that's that's his playground. If you can start picking shots, Adesanya's going to beat you 10 times out of 10. And that's exactly what happened. Paulo Costa, I think he uh, underestimated the... The speed and the accuracy of of Costa of uh, Adesanya, and obviously just chipping away at that low kick, uh, Adesanya did a great job with that. And Costa, you could see from the second round, he just didn't have any step in that in that foot left. And uh, I believe Costa is a brilliant fighter. I think he's a scary, scary human. I just think maybe ego uh, got in the way of of him fighting the way he should. And I think he he tried to make it look easy, and uh, unfortunately he paid the price for that.
0: Because um, obviously those two guys are, are, are potentially in in your uh, sights on the line. I mean, what would it mean to you to to climb that ladder and and, and get a shot at someone like Israel Adesanya?
1: I mean, absolutely everything. Uh, especially considering him being uh, him being considered one of the greatest middleweights of all time. I've always strived to be the greatest MMA fighter of all time. That's uh, that's my ultimate goal, and that's how I want to be seen. So most definitely, that's. Uh, that would be a great pleasure for me to fight a fellow African, firstly, and fighting one of the greatest. I don't want my belt given, just like I won my belt here. I want to, to earn my spot as one of the greats and to beat somebody like uh, Adasanya and fight him for his belt. That would be, uh, be
0: everything I could ever wish for. Because I've got two more questions for you. You obviously, um, I mean, obviously everyone in South Africa is incredibly proud of you and, and you kind of ruined the, the EFC's plans a little bit is that you were going to headline at EFC. But um, it sounds like the EFC is going to hopefully have an event in November. Um, what have you heard and, and what do you expect? Do you think they can pull off something, um, you know, considering how many leg regulations we've had, how difficult the pandemic's been? I mean, the EFC is, is still the, the premier MMA organization on the continent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, EFC has gone through a rough patch. It's so hard, especially in all showbiz with the, with this whole uh, pandemic. And uh, I honestly think in November, they're going to pull it off. I, uh, we, I mean, our gym at CIT, we have a few fighters ready to go. They can't wait to fight. They can't wait. Everybody's been training the whole year round, waiting for events. And I honestly think uh, the people, the watchers are hungry. And I think uh, EFC... Uh, Right now, there's nothing really stopping them from hosting an event in, in November. If they can do it, even a crowdless event will be amazing. I mean, it's uh, all about the TV time. And uh, I think uh, they'll have all the fans and even more fans than ever uh, fixated on the TV and watching that event. If they can watch any live sport, especially MMA right now, everything is booming. People are hungry for live sports. So I honestly think EFC is going to put it off. I think uh, as far as I know, it's going to be early in November. They're gonna, they're gonna hold it, they're gonna host the event I would have been the main event on that mm. that card and uh, right now that's not a possibility anymore but uh, I know they'll come up with something good I know my teammate uh, Michiel Opperman uh, suspensions over so he's looking to make a comeback soon and uh, I mean something like that anything uh, mm. there's a lot of great fights to make there's a lot of great here and there's a lot of people fighting uh, out of South Africa that uh, the people love to watch so I honestly think they're gonna make a great show out of it out of this and that would probably be the most views they've ever had on television.
0: Lastly, Drikas, you're obviously a a very, um, uh, how can I say, you're a family man, your family comes first. Uh, What what is your dad, what is your family, what have they been saying about this? I mean, you must feel the love from them and and, and the support going into. What is essentially the biggest move of your career? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, this is uh, probably one of the biggest moments of my life, uh, the biggest accomplishment of my life by far. And, uh, you know, my, my dads and my mom, my brothers, they're extremely happy for me. Uh, all of them are, are, are ecstatic. Uh, a little bit sad that they can't join. Because, uh, I mean, if they go, they can't watch the show. So none of them will be attending the event. And uh, that's a little bit sad. But all of them are, are so ecstatic about the, this big news. My brothers are all both my brothers are like we knew it was coming, and you know they 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 just share the excitement with me. Uh, okay. I think my my parents are a little bit stressed out. <laughs> you know this is the first event they they're gonna miss, but uh, everybody is extremely happy. And as a family, uh, this is a this is a massive achievement for us because without them, I wouldn't be here. And you know I'm a, a, just like I'm their part of joy. It's uh, it's uh, all a it's all a family effort and a team effort from from all of us. So I think everybody just shares in the joy.
0: Well, Drikas, uh, it's thoroughly deserved. You've worked your, your backside off. I've seen you personally training. I've seen what an ambassador you've been for the sport. And we wish you all the best for, for this uh, this fight against uh, Marcus Perez. Um, people will be tuning in, obviously, on Super Sports. And uh, you're on the main card. And we wish you all the best. Good luck. Thank you so much, Yes. Have a great day. All right. Drikas C, of course, making his UFC debut on Fight Island. And uh, he becomes yet another south african who speaks volumes of how good the talent is right here in south africa thanks for watching like and subscribe and we'll be in touch soon take care let's go
1: let's
0: go, go, go. Allow me to reintroduce myself. They call me J.O. Oh, Head to the EZE yeah. huh. Know that we undefeated. Y'all are beneath them speeches. Trying to air a grievance. But his lines are overhead. Better check the air for clearance. Call the tower. This is our critic. He the air apparent. Uh-huh. Really, I've never been better. Yeah. Legacy, this is forever. Huh. All the more times have been seven. I'm raising the body. You can go ahead and measure. Yeah. Think about chopping with toes. Yeah. Time that we welcome to go. Yeah. Yo, we are just leaving. I know. Yeah. Yeah. This right here
1: forever.